Hey podcast and welcome back to another episode. Now in today's episode I'm going to be talking all about weight loss for mountain biking. Now if you've followed me for any length of time on Facebook or Instagram or on my daily emails you'll know that I talk about weight loss really really often and there's a good reason for that. It's because if you're carrying a few extra pounds, a few extra kilos or more it's going to make it so much harder on the bike. You've got to carry that weight up the hills. You've got to maneuver it on the way down. Um, and a really, really good analogy I like to use for this is if you've ridden before with a rucksack, which I'm sure everybody has, and you put a couple of litres of water in there. Now, that couple of litres weighs about two kilograms or four pounds. And when you put that rucksack on when you first start riding, you can really feel it on your back, particularly on the bike. You know, when you're manoeuvring and you're descending, it just feels really heavy, doesn't it, on your back, and it makes you that much more sluggish. You just feel a lot less nimble, and you find it harder to maneuver. Now, if you picture, that's only four pounds. So imagine if you're four pounds overweight, or eight, or eight pounds, or sixteen pounds, or thirty-two pounds. You know, whatever weight you are, re- listening to this, losing the weight will make a really, really big difference on the bike. First of all, though, I think it's important to start with a caveat, and that's that this is for, if if you're listening to this and I say, do you need to lose weight? Chances are you can answer that question pretty well. The caveat is, you know, if you've got any kind of eating disorder or body dysmorphia or mental health issues around your weight, this probably isn't the podcast for you. I'm not really speaking specifically to those people. This is for people who need to lose weight, who know they need to lose weight and you're carrying a few extra pounds, this podcast will help you do that. I'm not saying that, you know, somebody who already looks like a Tour de France cyclist, for example, should lose another six pounds. That's not what I'm getting at. This is purely for people who know they need to lose some weight. They know that they need to lose some fat and I'll help you do that with this podcast. So I'm going to be sharing 10 tips with you and hopefully you will find them really, really useful. So 10 tips to help you lose weight and really importantly to help you keep the weight off. So I'm just going to go through them one by one. Now these aren't in any particular order. I've just written 10 tips as they come to my mind but one isn't more important than another. So don't kind of put more weight to one tip than you will to another. These are just 10 tips in general to help you lose the weight and also keep it off. So Tip number one, and ignoring what I've just said, this is actually probably one of the most important factors, if not the most important factor for losing weight, is to get into a calorie deficit. Now, what that means is that you need to burn more calories than you eat. It's simple as that. You need to burn more calories than you eat. So earlier this morning, and what actually prompted this podcast, I was on, I think it was single track forum, but it was just a mountain biking forum anyway. And someone put the subject line, how to lose weight fast. Now, I opened it up and it had about 10 pages worth of comments. And everybody was answering the question, how to lose weight fast. So, you know, someone was jumping in saying, cut out the sugar. And next comment would say, make sure you ride more. Next comment would say, go keto. Next comment would say, I've heard intermittent fasting is really good. And there was just loads of comments of different things that they thought that the poster should do. Now, 
First of all, I will totally reframe that question because it's starting off with a bad question, which is how can I lose weight fast? Now, I think the person in the forum was doing it for a skydive, I think, or the sun skydive, something like that. Um, I was only reading the comments, really, rather than the original, original post. But regardless of what it's for, unless you have an absolute health emergency where you need to lose the weight for a certain date, which is highly unlikely, you know, let's just come up with a hypothetical situation of you've got a serious illness and you can only have an operation in four weeks time if you lose a certain amount of weight fair enough then i would say okay focus on losing that weight fast chances are that is not going to happen and that isn't the case so you don't want to focus on losing weight fast what you want to focus on is losing the weight and keeping it off now i know if you're listening to this right now you might want to get the weight off for a certain time for a certain event you may want to get it off to go on holiday or for a mountain bike race, for example, or for a wedding. And I understand that. But the trap that everybody falls into is that they start trying to lose weight and they go on a proper, proper strict diet. And they last for a few days, a week, a couple of weeks. And then ultimately, they fall off the wagon because it is incredibly hard to follow a really strict diet for any length of time, especially if you want to exercise and ride whilst you're doing it. So tip number one is to get into a calorie deficit where you're burning more calories than you're actually consuming. Um, but what you don't want to do is to get into too big of a calorie deficit. So it's really important you get in a slight calorie deficit where you're losing weight but you're not absolutely starving yourself. And there's a real easy way that I would say to know if, you lo if you're um, eating too many calories or too few. And that's first of all to start tracking your calorie intake. So you can use an app like MyFitnessPal. So continue eating as you're eating at the moment for a week and use MyFitnessPal and just write down everything that you're eating. Now chances are as soon as you start this pro process, you'll start eating a bit better anyway because just the simple act of writing down what you're eating in a diary makes you a bit better. So write down everything that you eat and drink for a seven day period and then see what your average calorie intake is for that week. Now, at the start of that week, make sure that you weigh yourself and measure yourself, which I'm going to be talking about in a further tip. So weigh yourself at the beginning of that week and then write down everything you eat and drink for seven days. At the end of that seven-day period, weigh and measure yourself again and see if you've lost weight. Now, you'll probably find when you start eating better, you lose weight faster, but generally, you want to be losing one to two pounds a week after that initial one or two-week period where you actually lose a load of water weight first, which is why the scale will take a nosedive as soon as you start eating better so first of all see if you've lost weight you want to aim for one to two pounds then when you've done that have a look at your energy levels over the past seven days and consider how hungry have i been how grumpy have i been how are my energy levels and if you're losing one to two let's say you eat you check your app and you've been eating an average of 2500 calories a day as a total random number you look at your app and you say, right, I'm eating 2,500 calories a day. I've lost one to two pounds this week and my energy levels have been really good. That is pretty much spot on for where you need to be from a calorie point of view. If you find that you look back over the week and you've lost five pounds and your energy levels have absolutely been through the floor, then you're not eating enough calories. If you've not lost any weight at all or you've gained weight and your energy has been really high, then you're eating too many calories um, and you're not going to lose weight. So that's a really good way of getting that balance. And if you want to find out sort of a rough starting point for you rather than just 
tracking everything that you eat for a week, you can go onto a calorie calculator website. If you literally just Google calorie calculator, you can pop your um, height and weight and age and gender in there and it will give you a pretty accurate start for starting point for calories. But to be honest, for most people, you don't actually need to do that. You just need to track your calories for a week and then use that as a base point. So ultimately, tip one, which is quite a big tip, longer than I thought, <laughs> is to get into a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight. All right, tip number two, which actually rolls on really nicely from tip number one, is to not starve yourself. So I've touched on that point already that you don't want to absolutely starve yourself, but I didn't really talk about why. So you may be incredibly motivated right now to lose weight. That might be for any kind of reason. You might have looked in the mirror this morning and you feel a bit crappy. You might have an event coming up. You might have a real motivation to lose weight. And when that happens, motivation is sky high. You think, you're right, I'm going to absolutely smash it. I'm going to be disciplined and I'm going to go on a super low calorie diet and starve myself so you can lose as much weight as possible in the shortest possible time. That's fine because motivation, when it's really high, you can stick to it. You can be disciplined when you're feeling really motivated. But what you've got to think is, right, I'm eating this way. Can I eat this way for the next six months, for the next 12 months, for the next 24 months, for the next five years? And if the answer is absolutely not, then that means that you're sticking to a far too low calorie diet and you're starving yourself far too much. And the thing that will happen is if you can't stick to a diet quote unquote long term then you aren't eating the right way because all that's going to happen is you're going to lose weight then you're going to go back to eating normally or eating more and you're going to put the weight back on again you need to start eating in a way that you can maintain long term so i think i've probably talked about it on this podcast already or i know i have from october to february i had covid and then various different illnesses afterwards and that stopped me training for a period of about four months so i put on quite a bit of weight in that time so i lost a load of muscle i gained about half a stone something like that seven pounds and i've been in the process of losing it from february to now which is what beginning of may so i've been training four or five times a week every week i've been eating well and the weight has grabbed gradually been coming down but I'm eating in a way where I am watching what I eat I am being strict with my food but I'm also not finding it particularly hard because I'm only aiming to lose roughly a pound a week every weekend I'm allowing myself to you know go out for meals and to have what I want at the weekend so you know this weekend we went out for a couple of meals out I had an ice cream and you know big cookie and whatnot and um, but I'm being strict through the week and it's pretty easy to stick to to be honest so there's no part of me that thinks oh in two months I can't wait to stop eating like this I'm just eating healthily I'm watching what I eat and I'm training well and when you do that it just means that you can stick to it long term and you're not obsessed with finishing the diet. It's not a very short term. Now, if I was absolutely starving myself and losing three pounds a week, for example, that is going to be super difficult to stick to. And I'll just be looking forward to finishing it and coming off the diet. But you need to go into weight loss with you're kind of looking at it as a long-term goal of, right, I want to set up eat health in eat eat <laughs> healthy eating habits for the long-term and focus on this is how I live now and this is, you know, what my life is. And if you do that, you'll focus on eating meals you enjoy, you'll eat the right amount of food to keep you fueled up and to keep you full of energy and you won't want to throw in the towel as soon as is humanly possible. So tip number two, don't starve yourself and also allow yourself, you know, on a weekend or a couple of times a week to eat whatever you want, to go out for a meal and whatnot. 
as long as you're still getting results whilst you're doing that, there's no reason why you shouldn't do it. At the end of the day, you have to live your life as well. Tip number three, which I've touched on already, is from a weight loss point of view, aim to lose one to two pounds a week. So weigh yourself once a week at the same time of day. So what you don't want to do is weigh yourself at different times of day or on different days. And that's because your weight will naturally fluctuate. So you might weigh yourself, for example, on a Saturday morning as soon as you get out of bed before or after you've gone to the toilet, but keep it the same. Weigh yourself every week, same time. And then aim to lose one to two pounds a week. The only caveat to that is if you've got over, say, two stone to lose, which is 28 pounds. If you've got more than 28 pounds to lose, then, you know, you, you might find that you lose weight a little bit faster because you've got weight to lose. You've essentially got more of it to lose. The, sh the uh, slimmer that you get, the leaner that you get, the slower you're going to lose weight. So... One to two pounds a week, it's okay if that's a little bit higher if you've got a significant amount of weight to lose, but that is your aim. And the reason for that is because that's a real steady amount of weight to lose and you also won't burn, you won't burn a ton of muscle. If you go and try and lose weight really fast, if you're trying to lose three, four, five pounds a week because you're starving yourself, what will happen is you absolutely will burn body fat, but you're also going to burn muscle as well. Now, that will mean that you won't look as good as you want to look. Um, you know, you won't look as toned and you won't look in as good shape, but you also won't perform as well on the bike because you need that muscle to perform well. So yeah, you'll lose weight, but you don't really want to be losing muscle as well whilst you're doing it. So one to two pounds is what you want to be aiming for. And tip number four, which follows on from that is to not just weigh yourself, you also want to be measuring yourself as well. So what I mean by that is every week when you wake up and you get on the scales at that same time, you also want to measure yourself with a tape measure. So I'd recommend you do your chest, which is just right across your nipple line, same for men and women. Um, ideally get someone else to do it because it's much easier, but if not, just across your nipple line and all the way around. So measure that, measure your belly button, which is as it sounds, you put the tape measure on your belly button and then go right the way around. And I'd also measure your waist, which the way I do it is the waist is sort of the thinnest part where you can put your hands um, above your belly button. So that's where I do waist because then it stays consistent. So you put it around, pull it, and it'll kind of slot into the thinnest part. Measure that, that's your waist. Um, ladies, you can do hips if you want, which would be the biggest part of your bum slash hips. So if you measure around whichever's biggest around your bum, that would be a hip measurement. Um, and you can also do your thighs and your arms if you want to, but that'd be enough to be honest. And then do that every week whilst you do your weight. Now, when you're training consistently, especially if you're training in the gym or at home and you know, you're following my 12 or 16 week program, chances are you're gonna be building some muscle as you're losing fat. And the thing is with that is that it doesn't always reflect on the scales. So you can actually be getting much leaner, but if you lose a pound of fat and you put on a pound of muscle, you get on the scales and the scales look exactly the same. But actually, you've built muscle and you've lost fat. So what you want to do is use a tape measure to measure that so that you can see the difference because you might put a pound of muscle on all over your body, um, or not all over your body, sorry, but you know, you might put it on your arms, um, 
on your legs, whatever you've been training, but you might find that you're losing fat from wherever you store it most, so it might be from your waist. So it's not uncommon for your waist to go down a centimeter, but for the scales to say exactly the same. So just make sure you measure yourself as well. And if you want to, this is optional, you can take progress photos as well. So every month you might want to take a picture of yourself in the mirror or get somebody else to take that photo for you so that you can actually see the physical difference. The thing is when you're on a weight loss journey, you'll find that you look in the mirror quite a bit in the morning when you're having your shower, for example. And when you see yourself every day, it's hard to see that change. Whereas if you have photos of yourself to compare against, you can really see the progress that way. So weigh yourself weekly and then definitely take measurements as well so you can really see your progress from that point of view, even if your weight isn't reflecting the progress that you're making. And then if you want to, you can also take photos. But again, that's optional. You don't need to do that if you don't want to. So I touched a little bit on building muscle in that last point. So it's totally normal to build muscle whilst you are training. Like that's going to happen. If you're riding lots, if you're training in the gym, if you're training at home, you're going to build muscle because you need that muscle to perform on the bike. You need that muscle, you know, to power up the hills and to control the bike on the way down. It's going to happen. That's absolutely fine. Now, there are some benefits to building muscle when it comes to weight loss. And um, the main two First of all, you become more insulin sensitive when you build muscle. Now, what that means is that when you eat carbohydrates, you spike your insulin levels and then that, that insulin helps you take sugar or the carbohydrate, if you like, the sugar, the glycogen out of your blood system, out of your bloodstream. Now, when you do that, all right, tip number five when it comes to losing weight is to make sure that you drink plenty. And by that, I don't mean drink plenty of alcohol. So you want to make sure that you're drinking plenty of fluid. So you're drinking plenty of water. You can count your coffee and tea in there if you want to, but essentially you're drinking plenty of fluids every day. Now, it's really easy to go through the day-to-day -day being really busy and not drink enough. And then when you do that, you can often actually confuse your hunger for thirst, sorry, confuse your thirst for hunger. So if you don't drink enough, you might find that you're low energy, you're struggling to concentrate, and you feel that you're hungry, you need some food to perk you up. Now actually, that might be that you're just dehydrated and you need a drink, but you find that you eat more because of that. So what you wanna do is make sure you're drinking plenty through the day. And the easiest way to do that is to just keep a water bottle on you so that you take sips of it through the day. If you know how much is in that water bottle, let's say it's five, 600 milliliters, you then know how much you're actually drinking through the day. For most people, you wanna be drinking around two liters or more of water per day. So two liters of water per day, but if you live in a hot climate or you know, you're doing loads of exercise, you'll probably way exceed that. Personally, I have three, four, five liters plus, to be honest, like I drink plenty of water. You can over drink water, but you have to drink a hell of a lot. Like you ain't just gonna do that easily. You're talking a lot of water to over consume it. Um, so I won't say don't worry about that, but unless you are just down in water all day long, you aren't gonna be over consuming it. So you'll be fine from that point of view. But make sure you drink plenty of water. It's really important for losing weight, but it's also important for your energy levels and for your performance whilst you're exercising as well. So that is super, super all right, tip number six, and that is to eat the foods that you enjoy. It's so common to hear of people 
um, following a certain diet, a really strict diet, and that's because they've read it in a magazine or the friend has done it. So, you know, you hear of people going on random watermelon diets or going low carb or going low fat or going low this or this or this or this super restrictive diet. None of that actually matters. The whole reason that someone is successful on a diet is because they get disciplined and they stay in a calorie deficit. That's it. The only other bit of information in there is what food they eat to get into that deficit. But it doesn't really matter. Like you hear of people who go low carb and lose weight. You hear of people who go high carb, low fat and lose weight. You hear of people who intermittent fast and lose weight. You hear of people who eat eight small meals a day and lose weight. There isn't a fancy diet that will help you lose weight faster. What's important is getting in a calorie deficit and the easiest way to do that and to maintain it is to eat the foods that you enjoy and you feel best on. Personally, for example, I find I feel dreadful if I have a low-carb diet. Like I enjoy and I feel best on having balanced meals of protein, fats, carbs with some vegetables in there. So just typical meals, if you like. That's what I feel best on. Whenever I tried a low carb diet in the past, even if I eat the exact same amount of calories, I do not feel good on it. Now, we can go into the whole ketogenic thing, but for most people listening to this, you aren't going to be doing keto. And um, what you find is you need to figure out what foods you enjoy and what you feel best on. And it's totally fine to eat that. So just because your mate Greg is keto or this or that and he's absolutely ripped that's fine doesn't mean that you need to do that as well you need to find the best diet for you and what works for you and the easiest way to do that is to just sit down and to come up with 10 meals that you really enjoy eating so you might have five breakfast ideas five lunches and you know and then 10 evening meals that you enjoy eating write them down and then eat that. You don't need to go really, really crazy and follow this super strict diet just because you read about it in a magazine. You can lose weight and feel energetic eating pretty much anything. The obvious caveat here being it needs to be healthy food. So that doesn't mean just go wild eating McDonald's and fish fingers. But to be honest, most people are intelligent. You know what is good and what is bad. You know what's healthy, you know what's unhealthy. So if you just focus on eating that, you're going to be 80% of the way there. You know, if you focus on eating protein, you know, meat or fish or a vegetarian source of protein, if you focus on having some carbs and you have a small amount of good fats in there and some vegetables for all of your meals, you're going to be 90% of the way there. Like it really doesn't have to be rocket science. And I think people get far too worried about what they should be eating and they try and force themselves to eat foods that they don't like a much better way to start is just think what foods do i enjoy eating because when you do that you'll just find it so much easier to stick to because you you know you look forward to every meal it's not a chore whatever you're about to eat you don't have to force yourself to eat it so it's really really important that focus on eating food that you enjoy and don't don't force yourself to have everything that you hate and stop eating everything you enjoy because like I say you're going to be doing this forever um so yeah all right next up and I've already spoken just then about eating the foods that you enjoy what you also want to focus on is getting plenty of protein in there so protein is really really important for maintaining your energy and for helping you to build muscle and importantly when it comes to losing weight to stop you losing muscle 
So you want to make sure you're eating plenty of protein every day. And the easiest way to do that is just make sure you have a good protein source three, four times a day with those meals. So breakfast, lunch and dinner, you want a real good serving of protein. And if you're having one or two snacks a day, try and make that high protein snack, you know, something like yogurt, for example, or nuts. Um, careful on the nuts though because they're high in fat, really high in calories, so it's dead easy to overeat on them. But you want to make sure you're getting plenty of protein in. Now, protein will actually fill you up for longer periods of time, which obviously is a benefit. Um, so it'll keep you fuller for longer so you don't feel the need to eat as much. And it will also help you build muscle and maintain the muscle that you've got. So when you are dieting, your body will find that it breaks down muscle because it's an easy source of fuel. So a good way of curtailing that and of stopping that from happening is to eat plenty of protein. If you don't get enough protein in your diet and you're in a calorie deficit, your body can often break down that muscle to get the protein it needs, which is the opposite of what you want. So when you are dieting, and to be honest, just for a good general tip um, good general health tip and a good energy tip and a good performance tip make sure that you're getting enough protein in there all right tip number eight is to increase neat now neat which is an acronym n-e-a-t stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis which sounds super posh but simply put just remember it as neat and what this is is your non-exercise activity so essentially when you're not training or riding so non-exercise activity and thermogenesis so calorie burning essentially so non-exercise activity thermogenesis or basically how many calories you burn when you're not exercising so if you think about it if you think of your day-to-day when you are sat compared to sitting you're using less of your muscles so you're burning less calories when you're walking instead of standing you're burning more calories so what you can do to improve and increase your neat is to move around more day to day so to give you a real life example so this morning i drove into halifax which is my local town and you can either park right where the shopping center is which is where i go and work in the costa coffee a coffee shop you can park right there and then it's a two minute walk or you can park 10 minutes out of town and walk in now i always park 10 15 minutes out of town partly because i'm a cheapo and it's free parking <laughs> but also partly because it means that i get an extra half an hour of exercise a day and that's walking in i find that i enjoy it it's good for your head isn't it a bit of a bit of a walk um it's good for your energy levels it wakes you up more but it also burns more calories so that 30 minutes of walking a day will burn calories but in a non-intensive way so if you think when you're training when you're riding that obviously takes a lot out of your body and that's a good thing but you need to recover from that so you know you can't train hard every day seven days a week because you simply don't recover from it but you can have a higher neat every day where you walk more you move more you stand more and you increase your calorie burn each day by 50 100 200 calories i found when i was a full-time pt when i was working six days a week as a personal trainer and you know i might have eight ten clients a day every day 
Uh, I was on my feet all the time, so I could eat way more calories and stay lean because I was always standing up and running around and moving. So I was probably burning an extra 400 calories a day, literally just because I was stood up more. Now I work on my laptop 90% of the time. And that means that I'm way less active and I really notice I have to watch what I eat much more because of that, because I'm simply not as active as I was. I'm sat on my laptop instead of being stood with a client. So that means that I burn less calories and I have to be more of a, more aware of it. So you can obviously watch your calories more and that's something that you have to do. But then the other side of it is to actively focus on improving that need. So if you know that you spend an hour a day on the phone with customers, for example, you might want to stand up for that hour a day rather than sit down. If you've got somebody in the office that you need to speak to, you might walk to the other side of the office rather than staying at your desk and sending an email. All of those things really, really add up. And of course, if you work from home, you can add it in there. You might go for a morning walk. You might stand up and type on your computer. Um, you might just set an alarm on your phone for every half an hour to just move around and go for a walk around the house. Little things like that will improve your neat, which will improve your calorie burning whilst you're not training. So just think about moving more will burn more calories and that will make it easier to lose weight. All right, tip number nine, so the second to last tip, and this is to understand that there are no shortcuts, and specifically, there are no shortcuts that last. Like, sure, like I said earlier, you can starve yourself if you want. That's probably the only shortcut that works. Starving yourself will help you lose weight rapidly, but you won't maintain it. You'll just bounce back and put the weight back on. Um, apart from that, there really are no shortcuts. So when you see this fancy supplement advertised, when you see this fancy wrap this around your waist and you'll lose weight faster or eat this food or drink this lemon water in the morning or any kind of hack that you see on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube from some fitfluencer, um, all a load of rubbish. There are things that can help you lose fat. There are absolutely supplements you can take which will help you improve your fat burning. Um, but you're talking a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage difference. So you aren't going to notice a noticeable difference. I mean, take omega-3, for example. So omega-3 is a good supplement to take and it can improve fat loss. But that only matters if you're in a calorie deficit and you're talking a tiny, unnoticeable percent. Like you can lose the same amount of fat if you do or don't take omega-3 as an example. If you see a supplement that says burn double the amount of fat if you take this, it's an absolute load of rubbish. And um, There are no shortcuts, so don't look for any. If you hear of any on the internet, be very, very, very skeptical and ask yourself, what is this person trying to sell me? Because chances are it's going to be a fad and it's not going to work. Um, I was thinking this morning, I was about to write a post about what to um about how I could quadruple my sales, you know, 10x my sales. And the easiest way for me to do that would be to buy a super super cheap supplement from China or from wherever you get cheap supplements from, market it and sell it for 20 times the price that I pay for it and just market it as giving you amazing results. You know, everybody wants to take the pill that will make them ride twice as fast or make them lose weight twice as fast or, you know, make them get leaner without actually having to do the work. And ultimately, if you, there are no shortcuts, you've just got to do the work. Everybody wants a shortcut. It doesn't exist. It's being good with your nutrition. It's being good with your training. And it's doing that consistently for a long period of time. That's how 
you get the results and that's how you maintain the results there are no shortcuts so tip number nine don't look for any all right i hope this last 30 minutes has been super useful for you number 10 is the tip that i'm going to end with and that is to be patient and expect that you're going to fail so first of all be patient know that this isn't overnight you're not going to lose the weight overnight it's going to take time and you're going to have to be patient with it you're going to have to lose the weight gradually and be in this for the long run you know it does take time you have got to be patient you can't expect results overnight you've got to focus on eating well focus on training and keep doing that consistently for a long period of time and finally it's expect to fail so the second part of that tip and it ties into patience this and that is because you will whether it's a week in or two weeks in or a month in you excuse me hiccup you will fail so you'll find that as an example this weekend we went we were babysitting the niece and she really wanted to go to mcdonald's so we took her to mcdonald's and had some chicken nuggets or chicken selects i think they're called they're like the bigger versions of nuggets nicer than nuggets i reckon anyway i had some of those it would be easy when you had those if you weren't kind of factoring that in to just say oh I've fallen off the wagon that's it there's no point me trying to lose weight anymore there's no point me trying to eat well anymore uh, and to just throw it all in but because I'm patient. It's all part of a big game. I fully understand that on a weekend, I'm going to fall off the wagon as it were, although it's not falling off the wagon. It's kind of part of being on the wagon and part of the whole healthy living lifestyle is that you allow yourself some cheats. So I'll be aware that you're going to fail and you're going to go on nights out and drink a load of alcohol. You're going to go for meals out and eat a pizza and whatever you want. And that is part of the plan. That's part of life. That isn't failing. That isn't, that doesn't mean that you should throw the towel in. And that's part of being patient. Sure. You could get faster results if you were really strict every weekend, but would you enjoy life more? Probably not. You've got to get that balance and you've got to be patient when it comes to losing the weight and keeping it off. So I hope you really, really enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the 10 tips. If you have got any questions, please fire them over. Um, it's mattermtv.fitness. And if you've read all this, you feel, if you listen to all this, sorry, you're feeling really fired up and you want to lose weight, I recommend combining my nutrition guide, Stupidly Simple Nutrition for Mountain Bikers, with my 12 and 16 week mountain bike training program. So you can get all of those on the website, which is mtb.fitness. And that will literally just show you the best ways to train and the best ways to eat to lose weight long term to lose the weight over time rather than trying to get overnight results and not maintaining it everything that i do is all about that long-term results it's not about the quick fix so check them out if you fancy it, mtb.fitness and other than that i'll see you next time for another episode of the mtb fitness podcast thank you very much